double tap a dog with two dick. Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrick and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? It is week two in the NFL, and this is the Super Flexible Podcast. I am your host, Steve Halepka, joined tonight by my boys, Swags. What's going on, Swags? What's up, Steve Halepka? What's going on, man? Not a lot. How are you? Good. How was your week one? Uh, I lost. I, uh, I lost in the Scott Fishbowl. That's all right. It's only and week one, man. I would say that if I went through all my teams, my record is not favorable. Favorable. I can't even talk it out. That's why it's early. You got a lot of time to make up ground. A lot of time. It's just to make week up one. It's just week one, <laughs> right? We were saying it was just June and like August, so now it's like it's week one. And two drink, my boy is here too. What's going on, man? Hey, yo, what's up, fellas? How you doing? I feel like I did better than Swags in week one, but that's to be expected. So it's only June. It it's only June. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I know after you, you were on Twitter talking about, you know, the first run of Scott Fishbowl waivers and like how you dumped all the money in, into Brissette. And he actually yep. he played pretty well, right? Yeah, I mean, he did okay. I think all things considered, like you were obviously not expecting Andrew Luck, but I mean, damn, Brissette did not play terrible. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I can't fault that. I wish I would have had some more money this week. But uh, as I saw across many a Twitter, it, it pretty much took 100% of your fab to get percent last week. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with having to spend it if I get it. You know, if I have a starting quarterback for the full year in Superflex, it's worth that. Uh, so what do you guys make of Ebron and Doyle? Ebron dropped the touchdown. Yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. expect the end zone target still for Ebron, I think, just because... He's, I think, one of the better options there, but totally God, disappointed. Rick Hands came back. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like just butterfingers, can't make the big play when he needs to. Um, I just think you lower the expectation for both those guys going forward. Yeah. You thinking the same thing? I mean, kind of like in a redraft league today, like open waivers, I almost just dropped Ebron for Noah Fant, just because of the competition I'm and hoping that he eventually gets the targets, you know? Just, I mean... I'm, I'm assuming that's a bench tight end, or is that guy going right into your... Um, I'm starting start. Eric Ebron. I started him with high hopes, gotcha. and I know it's okay. only week one, you know, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but I, this is seriously, I mean, two drink I know is a huge Noah Fant guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just the usage alone, I think... Uh, it might be safer in a way. Tight ends are going to be so up and down. In, I don't know. You yeah. guys think I should do it? I mean, I'd be open for it. I I, I'm think, starting Noah fan this yeah. week. If I do this, Steve. Yeah, I would do it to be honest. I mean, I know Chicago is not a great matchup, but like uh, you're, there's no one else at tight end really for, for the Broncos that's going to catch passes. I mean, I know it's Flacco versus Brissett, which is probably a wash. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think fans got a chance to really take hold uh, in the second half of the year, especially. Um, Ebron's going to give you like one for twelve games, where I think fans four weekly is like four for thirty-five. Does that make sense? Two drink. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, I mean, upside of man, upside of fan, I get because he's a guy that a one catch can make your day. Like I think he has that ability from the mm-hmm. tight end. I'm not ready to to dump Ebron. He said, I mean, if he cuts, if he catches that touchdown, he's a top eight tight end for the week. 
and we're not yeah that's fair so um i think unless Mm. fan breaks a big you know big run and catch this week he's still going to be there in this redraft league you're talking about i'm going to roll the dice one more week with ebron against the what the titans who has some decent linebackers but uh, division game yeah let's i'm not ready to just cash in on ebron just yet like that redraft i get it i get the upside but yeah i'm the touchdown catch and we don't have this talk yeah it's a good point to drink it i mean overreactions are week one right that's what we do i, I think we just we've see, finally seen we football and now we waited so long for real football and we yes. got it now so it's yeah. the only piece of information we have to go on so of course you can extrapolate it any way you want to mm-hmm. but um again fans sitting there you know on the waiver wire for a reason as a rookie because generally just don't produce like i think he has the chance to do that of course and I'm sure at some point I'm I'm gonna get a nice hawk rant from you on, on somewhere with <laughs> how awesome that was. Maybe that's why you've been trying to get me on the mic for a, all week. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not quite ready on on that one yet. I'm sticking with Ebron this week. I'll bet that if anybody wants it. I like the patience. I like it too, drink. No, I totally agree, and I agree with you on the touchdown. But I mean, it's the usage too that you're gonna see. I get it, and I do know where you're coming from too. I mean, it's a tough drop, so. If if we're if we're not talking about Emmanuel Sanders being a Bronco, you know what I mean, and that part didn't happen, I think it's completely different. Even if we we saw the same thing out of Fant in Game One, there's a way more opportunity there. Right now, there's there's too many mouths to feed that way. I'm not saying Andy doesn't have it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to see it from Fan. I'm okay with missing that first big game, I guess. That's fair. It's a good point. Um, so before we get into more of our news and notes, we've got some actually some super flex stashes for the rest of the year and, and maybe for a little bit into 2020. Obviously, we're going to go over duds versus studs. Uh, also, uh, super flex trades and then a special little announcement at the end here uh, about the future of super flexible. So um, before we get into all that, uh, Swags, where can we find you on Twitter? I am at DFF underscore swag. To drink. At FL to drink minimum and at super flex pod. Awesome, and I am at the real Holopkin at Superflex Trade. So let's get into some more news and notes here. Uh, so obviously, one of the biggest uh, quarterback injuries over the week one was Nick Foles breaking that collarbone uh, after that beautiful rainbow ball that he threw. Um, Gardner Minshew came in, looked okay. I know it was some t- somewhat mop up duty, but you know he got the ball up pretty quick in some instances. Uh, Chiefs were certainly playing a little soft. Um, Chiefs so, are soft defense anyway. That's very true. Soft, but that's very true. He's got Houston this week, which will not kid, be kids it around. Like they put him in favorable positions to make easy throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are the type of receivers that work there for him. You know yep. what I mean? Short guys, intermediate stuff, nice and quick. Let him get easy throws. Get into those fast guys and make moves. So, do you think? I mean, obviously, Houston secondary got lit up by Drew Brees and his crew. Do you think he can have a similar type of stat line or success this week against Houston, just kind of limp, trying to limit J.J. Watt and, and Merciless on the outside with the pass rush, getting the ball out quick? I mean, honestly, it depends on the Jags' offensive line, which is, you know, wasn't was better at all last year. It was, it was better, better, but it was it was already injured in this game. Yep. Um, so if if those guys can be healthy, I think that's it's night and day for everybody in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um I think we should bring it back a little bit on on Gardner. Like, uh, I'm not saying we've seen his best game because he didn't get to play a full one, but uh, I, I don't expect him to do exactly you know what he, what he did against the the Chiefs against the Texans or moving forward. Yep. But I, I like the play. I'm like I'm and I'm I'm good to pick him up for sure. Because mm-hmm. he's going to give you at least six to eight weeks. 
which if, if you were a Foles owner or, you know, you ha- or have another quarterback that was struggling, if you like have the Dolphins situation, you know, probably not a bad, bad team guy to pick up right now. It's, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I could, I guess the giant situation too. Totally. Fine. No, no, I, I, I wasn't trying to pick on you like that. I'm, I'm Minshew wise. Yeah. So let's put Foles coming back at what at weeks ten is the earliest he can come back. Yeah, he's now, on IR, uh, doesn't yeah. it? So yep. there are nine more games or, or eight because we're because they're by. Mm-hmm. Can they go four and four? Let's just put them at four and four. They're four and five coming out. Like, what's the line where it's still Minshew's job? I guess, or or it doesn't matter when Foles is I back. It is. I think Foles. They need to see Foles in this offense because they haven't really. Like seen they're it yet. seven and two, and they go on a run. Like I'm not saying that's going to happen, but right. is is Minshew worth yeah. trading? No, right? yeah, no. I like where you're going with it. I like where you're going with it. This, you so you, know I mean? like, like is that worth the risk to he, anybody here? Or he or totally Kyler Kaepernick's Alex Smith. <laughs> Fair. It could happen if he if he goes seven and two. Yeah, that would happen. I totally agree. Yeah. And, so is there, yeah. is there a line there where you guys are like, uh, you know what I mean? And obviously we're talking about completely hypotheticals, but I, I'm just trying to find out, like, is there... Is that kind of where you were going, though? I mean... Minshew? Yeah, is there an upshot to Minshew that we're not even having to pay for yet? Yeah, or, I, I was wondering that today. Yeah, with him, I have him on the trading block, and then I started to think, like, what if I'm wrong about this? And, you know, you start to look at it differently. Like, he played yeah. pretty well. There, He obviously gets a shot just by default at this point. It could get better before it gets worse, you know. Yeah, Definitely. And they say uh, local local news down here talks about him uh, processing information, like in the film room, and the coaches down here talking about how he is able to take uh, what they do in the film room immediately out to the practice field, even as the backup role, you know, before this, and is able to quickly, you know, like, diagnose it. DeFilippo wants to sling it all over the place. I think Foles would have been really nice this year for the Jags and much better, as I've said a few times before that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just week one. Let's not get super crazy about it. But yeah, is Minshew going to be worth more than Foles, you know, before we know it? They I mean, could. I, mean, I like I know it. He had a good spikes. No, yeah, no, I, that's all I had, Steve. I just said, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. And I know, I know coming out, I think he had a really good Wonderlook score. So that might be bringing some of that, you know, actual intelligence to. Uh, applying it to the field, so um, yeah, man. I mean, he could end up Is being that crazy. Like, it feels crazy. It does. It does because he's like a no-name mustache wearing like dude who just comes in with all this swag and trying to you know make plays. But it could happen. Hating on people with mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the pictures That's of the dude, I right? From that. I, I You've did. seen I him, right? Him. It's if, crazy. If I, I feel like if I could grow a mustache like that, I would do it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, him dude, and Aaron Rodgers dude, have like crazy mustaches. You should do it anyway. I can't. I can't. Try to. It would, it would, no, it, would, it doesn't work. It's, <laughs> that's not something that God gave me. <laughs> mustache, you can't have. <laughs> that's why I tip my hair. <laughs> exactly. It's all up top, baby. All right, let's let's go now to another injury, another collarbone issue. Tyreek Hill, obviously, um, in that same game. Um, that Sammy Watkins had probably his career day in the NFL uh, with that three touchdown just craziness. I'm sure too drink you were super happy uh, to see Sammy kind of go nuts. Um, I know Miko Hardman played what almost 80 percent of the snaps didn't get didn't catch the ball. So do we think this week coming up against the Raiders, who is probably going to be without Darian Connolly um, after that nasty injury, um, 
do we think Hardman gets a more of a shot this week to make plays or is basically Sammy and Kelsey that let's just roll with those two guys and and make things happen. What do you think in two drink? Um, I'm okay. Rolling them out as a flex. I think the opportunity is there. Mm -hmm. He didn't have, he had one target. What'd you say? There's one target, one target, no catches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give him six this week. And I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. And the role that he's going to play, right. This is what we talked about before in, in April or yep. in, in May, right? That they didn't know what was going on with with uh with Tyreek, and they drafted his replacement, and we we're like, that's ah, going to take a while. But if Tyreek wasn't going to be there, the opportunity share was there for him. It's it's still there, and, and now maybe Sammy gets a little bit more attention because he blew up last week, and obviously Kelsey's getting his. So now Miko Hardman's still in one on one situations, running the Tyreek Hill routes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting it from a quarterback that has no problem throwing it whenever he wants to, 60, 70 yards down the field. Are you worried about Mahomes' ankle? Ah, a little. I'm not going to lie. I mean, for a couple weeks or something. I'm not saying, you sure. know. Does, does it mean he's not as mobile in the pocket and doesn't dance around back there and throw crazy no-look passes? Maybe he's a little bit more traditional. Maybe we see them hand it off a little bit more. Sure. It's still Mahomes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and oh, again, absolutely. If I'm getting, if I might get five, six targets from Mahomes to whoever, I think people that's could a guy sleep I'm really on. Try to put him out. Yeah, I think people could sleep on Hardman now just because of what he did week one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I will give anybody a second right now for him. So so easy. Yeah. So I know super quick. I'll just throw this in because I don't know if two drinks up, but I wanted to add it to the beginning of the show because it might be at the end. But uh, really quick, I put up that poll, and um, it's Noah Fant against Ebron. Twitter's going to make the split on it, and then I will make the adder drop according to Twitter by the end wow. of the show. Letting the people, letting the people run a team. So I tagged you in that too, Drink. Help me, help me. <laughs> I like it. I like it, buddy. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fun. It'll be fun. Cool. Um, so now let's move to some running backs who were injured as well. Darius Geis. I mean, Jesus Christmas. It's a poor guy. I can't can't say I have his own way. Knee issues again. This is time the non ACL side. Uh, uh, Adrian Peterson already named the starter for this week. Um, so I, I know you're a Geist guy. What what are you doing with them? I mean, is this just hold right now? Hold and hope and pray? Yeah, I, I kind of want to go buy some shares. Okay. Because I think he's going to get right. They're saying this could be anywhere from a week to four weeks. I think he'll be back in. The reason I'm still interested is because of how I felt Washington – felt about him week one in uh-huh. how strongly they had to feel about him to have Adrian Peterson not even in the game. And uh-huh. I think that shows a lot for what they want to do with that team in the future moving forward. It, it might change a little bit. Like at that point you're thinking, okay, they want to probably trade Adrian Peterson. It, I mean, that we'll never know now because the next part of my story is now they probably don't want to, even if guys does get healthy because they realize they need that security. Uh-huh. So yep. they'll probably have him in the games to keep him a little happier otherwise. But you have to think that that was some of the writing on the wall that they really like Geis and want to move forward. It's a different injury. I know it's not good, but it seems kind of minor at this point. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Two drink. What do you think of man? You go next, Steve. <laughs> I mean, are we going to give him an injury prone label? Is that what, Are you guys going to do that to me? I'm not going to give him an injury injury prone label, but I I know we had this discussion preseason. Like he could be a really great like never was. I, I'm just worried it ends up being the, the really awesome story of a never was. Um, I know that offensive line looked a little bit better, especially in the first half against Philly. Um, 
not really three running targets. the ball. He got all three of them. Yeah, like he, he's gonna show himself as a complete back. We I think we we all know that he had that in him. Even he's with Chris still Thompson just there. getting back too. You know, I want right. Like injuries happen, and sometimes they aren't to the same body part, or it, it's mm-hmm. some a different you're muscle that you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Steve. You're overcompensating for your injury or something. So, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I kind of want to go out and try to buy them. I'm definitely not selling low. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm worried. I, I love him as a talent. I think he's, you know, super talented. Obviously, the second best back in that class last year. It's just. I just get worried, man. Like, if you can't get on the field for my team at a certain point, I'm like, okay, it's it's been what six should be uh, seventeen games now, and you've played four plays. Like, I need, <laughs> right? I need you on the and field. Three of them were in preseason. Yeah, like <laughs> I need you on the field eventually. Yeah. Um, you just score me some fantasy points, or or what good are you? I mean, it's a great name to have on my roster, but <laughs> it does have a ring to it. I don't know what it is. It does. It does for sure. AP is fine, but I want some Chris Thompson. Mm. All of Chris Thompson, are you in on, totally on Chris Thompson now? Yeah, yeah, but okay. I can't. I mean, what, what we thought guys for? was going to take right? Like, that's that's why we kind of faded Chris Thompson, or I felt yep. like people were fading him. Mm-hmm. And we saw guys get three targets, three catches, 20 yards, like mm-hmm. in, in the limited work he was there until he got hurt again. AP doesn't catch the ball, we get that. Um, although this team looked great for what the first half, the Eagles decided to turn their offense on and do whatever they want. So maybe we're looking at a team that's going to be in a lot more shootouts, and and I'll take the pass catching back in that role that we have seen be dynamic mm-hmm. again when he was healthy. Right, you give it a twenty twenty second. Like running backs don't matter. Twenty twenty second for Chris that's Thompson. A, it's the silliest week you could possibly say that. No, I was saying if Chris Thompson gets hurt because running backs get hurt, and he has always gotten hurt. Right, he's dynamic when he's healthy. So no, I meant the running backs don't matter part. So I, mean, I say it every week. But you're totally letting yourself off the hook on the conversation we were having is how do you feel about Geis? I, know, I was trying to get past that. <laughs> That's all right. It's not okay, back. Steve. All right. All right. Go, yeah. Let's, let's yeah, talk about it. I, I am much closer to Steve than I am you, Swag. <laughs> um, if, if Darius Geis is a running backs coach in four years, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm sorry I said it. It sucks, right? Like I think he is massively talented. I don't. I don't know that I am going to pay the price to get him on my team, even now from that owner, because either either you've sat on it for this long, and I don't think you're ready to get out, or it's somebody that recently traded for him that probably paid more than they should, and now they have to sit and recoup too. And so, what are what are you offering me? I, I f- or somebody else. Pay? Somebody else. What are you offering, Steve? <laughs> Because I know it's not you. Well, I just want to get you in a different mindset. Like, right? It's not. Don't not, worry about it being accepted or declined. Like, what? What are you thinking here? Hmm. Man, you put me on the spot, huh? Like, I would want other players involved, right? Like, you always want to do that because I, I don't want to. I mean, I guess I should give you a second, right? Uh, I would need <laughs> a little more than a second. I probably like a second, and in my mind, a second and like Austin Eckler. Yeah, mm. no, I'll take Eckler, who I'll okay. score your guys forever. Right, right. That's I think that's what I would want if I'm the guy's owner, something like that. And that makes sense. But who's right now? Swags, yeah. Eckler or guys this year? Uh, this From, year, I mean, one off the board because we'll scratch that. That didn't count. He got hurt and whatever. Eckler cheated. Melvin's gonna come <laughs> back, right? Okay, yeah. Eckler cheated. From week two on. So I'm gonna cheat too, and. 
Eckler <laughs> is my team is deep and he's riding my pine and I'll make that deal. If if I need to start him though, sure. and I feel like I'm contending like really strong, and if I feel like taking Eckler out of that mix changes that a lot, I don't know how comfortable it is because I'm I'm of the I'm on the side that he'll be out a while. Melvin, sorry, Melvin will be out a while. Uh-huh. So I think that you have a very nice asset in Eckler. I don't know if I'm all in on Eckler in 2020. Or not, you know, I think they've got a really good offense this year. And um, I don't know, Melvin's still superior to Eckler. So there's going to be another guy coming up, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's now oh, move to another running back. In- I'm gonna oh, be you drink? It. Hey there. And that one you were tripping me out on earlier in that DM, I think is a perfect time to bring this what, up What now. if Eckler gets hurt and then you missed out on Geis? And Geis is only out a week and then Geis kills it all year. You take that bet, then. Yeah, I'll what if the shit out of that? All right, here we go. Right. I'm, th- I'm throwing a trade in right now that's got Do so it. many pieces. Do it. Adam Boyad, Dynasty, uh, FF Attic. Always hitting this one. This is Breaking Bad, Dynasty. Superflex 12 team. Quarter, carry point, or, yeah, quarter point per carry, tight end premium. Gardner Minshew, Kellen Balage, and a 2020 first on one side. Austin Eckler and Alan Hearns. Did I say his first name right? It's been yep, a minute. Alan. Yep. <laughs> on the other. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> Um, I definitely want that Gardner side personally. Uh-huh. We're both there, right? I think so. Yeah. Now that I'd get in that uh, was the luck owner owner and only has Goff on their team. Hmm. A, they're doing it wrong. Just throwing that out there. But you lost luck. I get it. That hurts. I feel like it's fine because I don't think you were planning on Eckler being your starter going into the year. Maybe you acquired him on the Melvin News. Maybe you're sitting on him. Maybe you're the Melvin owner. But I'm more than happy. Like the 2021st to me is the most exciting piece here. Uh, but as we talked earlier, Minshew, even at eight weeks-ish, I think kind of makes up because if this team is legit good, you know what I mean? Then maybe that's a little piece that, that carries you the next eight weeks. If it's not good, you still trade it in some – Eckler's a, a fine piece for this year, but you trade it in for a first and make your team better next year. Right. I like Currently, it. 52% Eckler and Hearns. Alan Hearns isn't a real player. He doesn't even play. I don't know what team he's on. I know. I'm surprised he was involved in a trade. He's in Miami. Is he? But I'm surprised. I'm surprised he was involved in a trade or much mentioned. Yeah. That was actually mentioned a few times in the comments. Like, it's been a minute since that name's been heard. Exactly. That's funny. (laughs) But that's like, okay. I hit that one early on. And even even now, like, uh, Eckler Hearns still winning. It's shocking. I mean, you get Bellage on the other side. Like, hopefully that does something. It pans out into something. I don't know if you want any piece of the Dolphins, but again, you're getting so. a starting quarterback for at least a few weeks, plus you get a 2021st. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah, sign me up. Um, so let's touch on a couple other injuries real quick. So Tevin Coleman, uh, high ankle sprain, going to be out for a while. So we got Matt Breida, who you know comes in and out of games at will. Uh, Raheem Mostert seems to be the backup there um, as the two. Um, so those two guys will split going forward. Coleman, I think, will eventually be back, but it seemed like Coleman was the clear number one choice uh, while he was playing. <sighs> Super Hunter disappointed Henry. about that. I was excited to uh, see what Coleman brought to that offense. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a bummer. But, yeah. That's a bummer. And high ankle sprain, so we're probably talking three or four weeks minimum. Yep. And, and maybe a little longer than that before he's, like, fully healthy. Yep. We got to talk about Steve's boy, Mr. <laughs> Oh, Hunter Henry, uh, fractured tibia. Oh my God, poor guy. Uh, 
yeah. So had had an okay game. Um, obviously, nearly over, overtime helped a little bit there, but he's going to be out probably at least six weeks uh, with that fracture. So before he gets going again, Mike, he's he's hurt. Big Mike got hurt too, but they might like get hurt not too. That's bad so far. They don't know yet. I think they're they said they're cautiously optimistic or something like that. They're they're yeah. still out of the love to see him stay 100 healthy. With that no team just always gets hurt. I don't understand what's wrong with the Chargers. They always get hurt between Derwin James, Russell yep. Okung, Henry, Mike Williams. Like Keenan Allen's gonna have forty targets. Right, right, exactly. There was a span there, like every year, like like what week three, they'd have two guys tear ACLs, like mm-hmm. offensive line or something like Stupid. that. Like, Maybe they should just row. pay Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Austin Eckler was the truth. Didn't you watch that game? Yeah, <laughs> trade him. For- yeah, <laughs> uh, fantasy points that game it was ridiculous, right? Uh, and then for the There's Giants, Justin Jackson, dang it! Yeah, right. And for, him, maybe, maybe uh, for the Giants, Sterling Shepard is a concussion. I think Swags and Two Drink will be lining up outside for the Giants this week as they play Buffalo. So, oof, I'm gonna yeah. do better at blocking. <laughs> so it's gonna be like Benny. They did resign T.J. Jones, so I think there is Sweet. there is some pessimism around Shepard's status for this week. So um, just be prepared to not have him this week, at least. That's an Ingram week, huh? Just fire him Again. up him and oh, good lord. Yeah. yeah, another Ingram week. Love for it. Sure. Yeah. I hate every Ingram trade. I traded away this off season. That was bad. That was a bad choice. <laughs> at least for this year, until the Giants draft Jerry Judy. Ooh, fancy! Ooh. I like it. How fun would that be? Yeah. Saquon, Jerry Judy, and Danny Dimes. I sign you up for that one. Um, I love the Danny Dimes drop there too. I got to credit Evan Silver for that, for that one. I yeah. think he, he came up with that one. So I credit to uh, the godfather, Evan Silver. Oh, Evan Silva, say his name right. Um, so let's talk about some super flex stashes. So I think we kind of broke this down into a couple different buckets here. Just players you want to have on your radar um, for a couple different reasons. First of which, these are protecting your current assets. So we're going to talk about three different quarterbacks that will definitely have some value in the case that your starter would end up going down. Uh, we've got Blake Bortles on the Rams. Obviously, a start, long-time starter in the, in the league, now backing up Jared Goff. RG3 in Baltimore, uh, who got some time with uh, Lamar Jackson in his monster game this past weekend. And then Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers. So I think those three guys are definitely capable of backups. Um, Swags, anything you want to talk about in particular about those guys or just that you know really good idea just to – protect your your studs so to speak well i mean yeah i think it and that's kind of part of it too you know just protecting your assets but the blake bortles one to me i think he's being totally overlooked just because of who he is and how the name that's wrapped around him and how we like to make fun of it i mean i'll just be honest you know so but i mean he's been a top five to ten fantasy quarterback in the past before this is arguably the best offense he's ever played in should like I hope it doesn't happen, but should Goff go down? Like Bortles is in the best situation of his life. It would be very interesting to see how McVay would utilize Blake Bortles' talents the best with that team. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's more I'm um, great with the uh, system in play, like you're saying. Like there's just offensive weapons around him. Mm-hmm. Um, like it wouldn't be that bad, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I, I totally get the backup, and I've seen you do that in multiple places that you have golf. I have a lot of golf, yeah. Places. So it's really on my mind. In other places, you don't even have golf. I've seen you do it. Yep. And not, not in a few spots, I think, because I started seeing you do it, and I tried to get to other leagues before you did. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's kind of overlooked a little bit. 
I think no, so. But it, again, like there's just the the situation on the team in general. Like, yeah, there's a there's a few of those guys. Yep, a horrible stigma gonna, with his name. Up, yeah, you brought it up earlier with uh, Mahomes' ankle. Is is Matt Moore worth it at all? Then, and again, that's a gross uh, name. Yeah, Andy Reid so? and, and some weapons there. Um, you wouldn't think an ankle would really bother you enough to to kind of do that. They could, you know, super tape it up if it's you know not broken. <laughs> but uh, it's just again, that's the same kind of situation there. You you would think he would at least have a good chance to light it up because that's just what that offense does. Right. It wouldn't be on the same level, but well, it'll be you know, quarterback two and super flex on a weekly. Yeah, basis. and I mean, honestly, like it or not, that this is sometimes the way we have to think in these deeper leagues where. If you if you have a I don't know you have three quarterbacks or you have two or three quarterbacks and then you lose Mahomes and there's nobody out there and somebody goes and gets Matt Moore off waivers or they have more fab than you or something and now they have your guy but you want to if if you just go get him now and that extra roster spot that you don't think you need to fill just because you don't care or that super ugly player that's sitting on your team that's a free agent now and just just add those like protect your assets a little bit go get josh johnson and put him behind matthew stafford i like it man like it a lot it's a real really good idea especially in deeper leagues like i'm gonna go another one then yeah hit it up playing gabbard to drink i mean you even mentioned this because of like who we already talked about gardner and i know but this is important (laughs) like and i mean just how quick his value went up now and what's going to happen, you know, and they might not all like forever be in that good of a situation, but that's kind of what brought on like doing this was like how quickly somebody like him gains value. And yeah. Did you remember what you were going to say? I said it. Blaine Gabbert, backup James Winston. It's so gross. He'll play but, this year. Wait, James, we already saw through James what, sucked. one He's pick bad. six and two other picks or two, two pick yeah. sixes. Two, two pick sixes. And, and another, yeah. So. And he's learning again, a whole new offense. He's hardly played. And, and, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm totally fine with that too. But again, we're talking about a Bruce Arian system now that likes to throw it up. You got Mike Evans. I mean, there's lots of weapons. It's not like we're talking about whatever. Like it, it's not really the same with like Fitzpatrick and Rosen because the Dolphins are bad in general. Right. And you don't really oh, know who right. the starter is. But like these other years, jerk. <laughs> but in these other teams, there are mass weapons and a system in place that is already geared to throw it a bunch. Like that's, that's completely different. And, and there's no way Winston isn't yanked. <laughs> and if Gabbard plays at least a little good or doesn't turn it over, like, again, that's another guy that's gone through so many different teams. Remember, he comes from a spread out, throw it out, you know, kind of system in Missouri from way back when, why are you making me talk about Blaine Gabbard? You guys I are gross. Know. Ryan Griffin. Uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're talking Ryan about Griffin. Blake Bortles and, and Blaine Gabbard. So yeah, we, we're, we're scraping, man. Um, I think this next kind of bucket were guys that have small standalone value or the potential to have some small standalone value. Um, so the first one, Taysom Hill, obviously we saw him catch a touchdown, um, gets his package of plays every single week for the Saints for some reason, instead of having Drew Brees on the field and play quarterback, uh, who's obviously, you know, a first bout Hall of Famer. If they run like a power, just all right. Run to the left, like or a couple read options. It's pretty fun to watch. I'm not gonna it, lie. Yeah, really I mean different. it's old school, right? I mean it's basically the the best p- potential version of a wildcat quarterback, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah, and I'm not beating you with speed. I'm gonna hit you in the mouth. Yep. Um, and then uh, I I added Easton Stick here too for the Chargers. Uh, obviously, he's the third stringer behind Tyrod Taylor right now. 
Um, but I think he's got the potential to be a Taysom Hill, maybe even later this year or super early next year. Um, same type of player, great speed. I think he ran a four six at the combine, so a very very good athlete. Um, but that sometimes have a guy that if you are super desperate in a week at your super flex or even in a two QB league and you don't have um, and your second quarterback is hurt, they will give you at least a floor uh, of something in a, any given week. Yep. Yeah. Even on those uh, with bye weeks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially with bye weeks too. Yeah. I mean, there's some, someone to have on your roster to keep a look at. I know Hill's got obviously a little bit more current value than stick, but uh, I think stick will end up being a, a taste and Hill type player. Um, I think it's what the Chargers had in mind when they drafted him. Because uh, Rivers is never retiring. And he never gets hurt either. He never gets hurt. And He's then got if he does, it's going to be Tyrod Taylor first. Yes. Yeah. But, like, Phil Rivers is going to play until he's 85 just because he's got to support all his kids through college. So I mean, yeah, just... That's how that team's built, man. We've talked about it before, but it's built, like, with this two-year window, but they're just not paying Melvin Gordon to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I totally, totally agree. Didn't totally they agree. win? They won, yeah. right? Yeah. They're cool. And Melvin didn't play the what, the last what, four You can tell this guy has no Melvin Gordon shares to sell. <laughs> five, five and zero without Melvin Gordon in the lineup in the regular season for the Chargers. I do. I have two shares of Melvin Gordon, but I'm not selling them. I'm but do, but would you do you think Melvin Gordon's better than Austin Eckler? Yes, of course. Do you think yes. that I mean, he I think should Melvin just Gordon's get better paid? Than probably ninety percent of the backs in the league. Melvin Gordon's a top ten talent running back. Yeah. I think it's awful that but I don't I don't I can't fault the Chargers for running their organization saying they don't have to pay that kind of money to that back. Like that's okay. Well then show you can do it. Like that's that's the right. He can go somewhere else. I, I think it's they too bad what the league's done though. Like Antonio Brown can cry all all summer long and just end up on the Patriots getting a fifteen million dollar contract, but Melvin Gordon can't get paid. So you're here to hear first, Melvin Gordon is a Patriot <laughs> later <laughs> this season. By the way, Sony, Sony did not look good. And in their week out. one game, I mean, I know, but I'm saying something's off with Sony still, I think. I, I don't think he's right. Because um, he did not look like Rex Burkhead looked like the best running back on that team, which was sad. Um, let's talk about now some some other kind of, I don't want to call them, well, I guess they're handcuffs, really. For your your big time running back assets and offenses that will feature the running back. Um, first, Raquel Armstead for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, will be the clear number two for Leonard Fournette if Fournette ever gets hurt, which I mean he does a lot. Uh, and then we also put Chase Edmonds in here. Um, Sweat Chase Edmonds in there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a smart move because yeah, I mean I, I know love Edmonds it. Is, <laughs> yeah, Evans didn't play a lot this past week, but David Johnson, obviously we saw kind of a resurgence there with some passing down the field, caught that awesome touchdown pass. Um, so, yeah, I, I think both those guys really there, There's could. not much behind yeah. either of those. No. I mean, Fournette or DJ. For sure. Yeah. Cardinals, that's the team, like, they didn't show their playbook, you know what I mean, in the preseason really at all. So I thought they were going to come out, like, kind of hot before everybody figured it out. I don't think the Cardinals have figured it out yet, right? So we're going to have a couple games before they get up to speed. And then there'll uh-huh. be a nice click. I know they came back at the end of the fourth quarter when, you know, they just kind of chucked it all around and maybe they kind of go to more to that system. But yeah, I think, I think maybe middle of the season is a little bit more where we see them peak. Maybe that's your, your kind of sell window on, on those players if you're not believing it. Yeah. I mean, it's, the start of the schedule is not easy. Like, I mean, True. Detroit's they got Baltimore coming up this Baltimore's going to shellack them. Baltimore's going to destroy this team. Like, I, I'd be shocked if they are within two touchdowns of Baltimore just with the way Lamar's playing right now. I, I just don't foresee them having an issue 
Um, so yeah, before we get into does versus studs, let's hear about best fantasy football. Bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com Tons of deep roster constructions and ways to play. Definitely check it out. So let's recap week one's dud versus studs. Obviously, two drink. Uh, we had your pick kind of uh, when you were yeah, you not guys, with us last week. Yeah, you guys gave him a pick in there. We Super did. Super good with holes over Brady. Um, I'll be honest, like yeah, I wrote down here 41-47, and it might not make sense to you, but I took what Fultz <laughs> did and what Gardner Minshew did. They came up with 41 points together. Brady balled out 47. I did not see that game coming. You just alluded dirty. to what Tony did and stuff like that. Um, I saw that game going completely differently, to be honest. So that's that's kind of why the that one part. But but the the dud, you know, quote-unquote dud quarterback I picked, or at least, you know, even if I'm not picking quarterback, like I'm picking situation here, right? Uh-huh. Like what the team is doing and against what the team they're, they're facing, right? And I still think, like, granted – in the scheme of things, I can't add the thirty plus po- or the thirty points that Minshew had uh, to the eleven that Foles had. You know what I mean to, to get there, but that's what I was banking on. You know, Foles having that game and having to throw and continue to throw against that defense. Um, it didn't work out for me this week, but I'm, the the process, the process. still makes sense. Mm-hmm. Damn right, the process was there, man. Totally, get which that. is why I love. I I swear, see, I, I almost had both of yours, like exactly how you have it. So I'm interested to see what you say on yours. Yep. But um, I was very close to picking your exact Edward does this week. Yep. Uh, Swags, let's hear yours from last week real quick. Ooh. So I went Josh Allen against Kyler Murray, and I yeah, lost. That was close. Until the fourth year of your line. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and I'll be completely honest. Kyler Murray did better than I thought he was going to. And – Josh Allen did probably sort of what I wanted. So All right, yeah. It, sure. it, it's uh yeah, just one of those weeks. Yeah. Nice start to Kyler Murray's yeah, career. First one. Yeah. My lines didn't back. kill him like I thought they would. So uh I'll just I'll throw this out there real quick because I just thought of it. But I mean still Last, the process worked. Correct. No, I I hear you and, and Josh Allen did better than most people expected because his percentage is super low. Last year, opening week, y'all played another rookie. Who came back and beat you on Sam Darnold? I just need to not play rookies in week one in the last. <laughs> just throw Tell it out there. Tell Goodell to stop with that. <laughs> or we just know who the Lions are playing in week one as soon as, you know. It's going to be a rookie quarterback. This was the draft. Yeah. Whoever gets Tua, we know who they're playing. Steve. Steve, I want to be honest. When I, close. When I heard yours um, on the show, when I was listening back, I loved your Stafford pick. I hated your Lamar pick. It actually really? finished off. It actually finished a lot closer than I it thought when real- I looked at the numbers, um, yeah. depending on the fight you used, you know, and that kind of thing. But, yeah, yep. I knew, like, Dolphins suck. You usually play everybody against the Dolphins in your lineup every single week. I also feel that same way about the Cardinals, like, moving forward until Peterson comes back, even though the Lions didn't quite do it. But that's a little different story kind of moving forward there, too. Well, we didn't yeah. know that the Dolphins wanted to suck. Oh, I, think I felt like I did. 
We kind of. <laughs> and as, as soon as they as soon as they did the Tunsil Stills move, and that I was, was like, they're done. Yeah. Super yep. yeah. So I have a funky scoring method in my one of my leagues. I'm not okay. saying we're going to change the scoring here, okay. but actually, Matt Stafford in my in my league outscored Lamar Jackson from last week. Really? So I, yep. So he ended up because we have, we have points for um, completions, points oh, for okay. death, for for um, long touchdowns. So Stafford ended up with forty point nine three points. Lamar Jackson ended up with thirty nine point eight. Oh, wow. Don't change oh, the scoring. Wow. Don't change the scoring. I but gotcha. In this weird funky format, actually Stafford did you know um, outperformed him. But yeah, like Stafford had a really good week. Uh, Lamar just had five freaking oh. touchdowns because the Dolphins couldn't cover anybody. Yeah. Um, so I checked a few different ones and I have yeah. Lamar by like seven and one and right. I think nine and the other. So it's just format, yeah. It's Obviously, just the weird format I have here. But it was yeah, close. Neither one completion points. So that would definitely, you know, that's yeah. that's way different. Yep. But Stafford, I think, played well. Uh Kenny played great. Uh Danny Amendola. If you played Stafford last week, you know what I mean? That's again, maybe they didn't outscore the stud we're talking about, but maybe, you know, you listening out there had a questionable in there and Stafford was a smart play last week. Like that was a big number moving forward. Again, that's even if we don't get the game right, you know what I mean? Like for us as a as a podcast and going through this, uh, I think just talking through it and looking at some of the matchups, like that's what this is about to me. Looking for those lower number guys, maybe even take it into like DFS. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To get that cheaper play on a, on a guy and kind of, as you're listening, formulate you know how you're going to spend elsewhere because you know you can pay down for Matt Stafford to go get those other players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I mean, in a startup, I mean, as yeah. and I'm a big advocate of get some quarterbacks, but in a startup, you can wait sometimes, you know, and get some of these cheaper guys and shoot. I mean, or, wait, wait till you hear two drinks, you know, and who would have thought? Right. And and I mean, I hate it, uh, but I. Uh, I'll talk through it. Maybe you guys will like it, but I want. No, I don't hate it at all, but (laughs) that's kind of what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. So I I can go first this week. Um, So this one is a little bit closer percentage than the rest of y'all, but I'm going with Derek Carr coming off probably one of his best games as a pro Uh, 30% playing against the chiefs at home. Um, We obviously saw the chiefs defense give up a ton of yardage to Gardner Minshew. Um, So I, I think Carr, especially, you know, he's got a good chemistry with Tyrell. He's got some chemistry with Darren Waller. I think this offensive line is better than we're giving it credit for. I think they had a really great game against Denver and their pass rush. And Kansas City can't rush the passer like like Denver can or should be able to. I got him up against Kyler. Kyler's still 89% owned, playing the Ravens. A uh, little bit different defense than playing Detroit. No offense, Swags. Um, I know Jimmy Smith is was on the injury report, so I don't know if he's going to play or not, but – uh, I expect the Ravens to keep the keep their foot on the gas and not kind of go into uh, you know prevent mode against Kyler and, and an offense that they seem can make a comeback. So I'm picking Derek Carr here. Yeah, I Do, think it's bold. I like it. Like I said, like this, I actually looked at this matchup for a little while and mm-hmm. I tried to go a little wider in the number. Yep. And then looking at some of the percentages this week, it felt like there was a huge gap, like yeah. in that larger number. You know what I mean? Down to the bottom, uh, mm-hmm. or more so than I've seen you know, kind of going into this, um, the Ravens, I just wonder, and I like this one and, and you said, don't take their foot off the gas, you know, going in. And I think they'll be able to do a lot of things against Arizona. You know, we only saw Lamar run it three times last week. Uh-huh. He doesn't need it to run when obviously they look that good. You know what I mean? Right. But I wonder if we get more of the running game this week, even if it's still with Lamar, like at five or six rushes max, but we get more Lamar. 
or Justice Hill, you know what I mean, and, and kind of take advantage of it that way, utilize that defense, it, and keep Kyler and that offense off the field with their 70-plus games they want to run, you know what I mean, where they didn't have to worry about that with the Dolphins. They were stopping them, period. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. But, like, I, But now I, Kyler I, still has to okay. air it out. Mm-hmm. No, and I yeah, but I'm not saying like they're going to go up 35 nothing. I'm saying like they're going to utilize their strengths and Mark Ingram and Justice Hill and even Lamar running the ball to eat clock and not allow. Maybe that's a little bit more college thinking, like in my head. You know what I mean? But that's what that's what the Arizona offense is trying to be and run so many plays. Well, how do you take that away from them? You run the ball and eat clock. So at the end of the game, the Cardinals only had seven possessions total, not nine. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yep. That's all. That's why I I, I do like that pick a lot. I was yeah. just I, I just don't have that much confidence in Derek Carr. Even in after that, last week, I mean, against yeah. a good defense, is better than the Chiefs, and the Chiefs' offense is better than Denver's. So it's more positive script for Derek Carr. So I like I like we that assume. one too. We I assume. want. I wish there was another weapon for Derek Carr. Period. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it would make me feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not going to get that now, but. I mean, maybe deep stash or go check out is what Keelan Doss, the kid they they originally had as an undrafted and then moved and kicked off and the Jags picked them up and craziness happened with salaries where the Jags raised it up and Raiders ended up giving them even more and bringing them back. Yeah, like that's it's deep, but like yeah. we need a weapon there. I don't hate it. So I you go next. Um, so I went with Gardner Minshew, three percent owned <laughs> against the Texans. And he will be going up against the one and only Drew Brees at ninety eight percent against the Rams. So I want to hear your rationale on this one because I think I think the Rams game is a shootout. Um, I I was looking for a huge spread, Steve, and <laughs> and Drew Brees um had one of the rougher matchups in the higher percentile. I felt like against the Rams. So okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. It was just a fun one. I wanted the big spread. I like it. Go Bulls. We we saw the Texans move the ball up and down and, and score a decent amount against the Saints. Like, uh, do you not think this game is more of a shootout? You know what I mean. When, and both those offenses are clicking. You think it's it's held a little tighter and, and a little bit more in, in check, which is why you're picking against them. Well, I mean, I believe Minshew can move the ball on the Texans a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's going to have an awful game, so I, I don't mind it. That's that. I'm just trying to rationalize it on the other. I guess. But a shootout with the Saints and the Texans, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that the that Gardner's going to win the game, but I think he's going to no, put no, up I fantasy points. Yeah, and he can have to throw it around too when they're down. I'm just I'm saying more the Saints Rams. Like if you're picking against that, like you're you're hoping for more of a. I mean, I guess of I'm course hoping for more and more DJ Shark. <laughs> there you go. Good <laughs> there you man. Go. Good man. Four for four. Uh, Caught every right. pass. There were some so Titans. Foles, you, you said in the beginning, uh, Steve, that beautiful like rainbow throw from from Foles and that touchdown. And mm-hmm. it, it was a nice throw. But if you, I, I went like kind of go back and look at that. I think it was a way better job by DJ Shark to kind of hold the the DB off like with his forearm and like kind of slow down and then reach out and grab. Like that catch was great too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, should yeah. we have more Foles? We're talking about Minshew. All right, right, my my duds versus studs. Um, my dud is Case Keenum, seven percent. Might see him. I'm, I'm I'm riding that week one um, hot streak, right? Hashtag just week one. Hmm. But I don't think we get guys this week. Even if we do, I don't I don't know that it's it's a hundred percent. This defense again, like showed 
decently in the first half, but the Cowboys, who the Redskins are playing against, are, are going to throw it all over the place. And I think Case has to continue to chuck it. We saw your boy uh, Swags Terry Scary out there just just tearing it up. Mm. Uh, maybe still a little back to our stashes up at the top. Shout out Kelvin Kelvin Harmon. That's a guy I liked way more before the NFL draft. Getting his two targets in there too. I think there's going to have to be another guy that shows up, and it ain't Paul Richardson. Like it's just not. So maybe somewhere down the road, there's an, another guy that kind of shows up. I want to take that against Aaron Rodgers versus the Vikings. And yeah, I love that's Aaron crazy. Hundred percent, but um, kind of the Vikings aren't as good as the Bears defense, right? Like I'm not saying that was that's that's how that's going to turn out. I think Aaron has an okay game. Um, and the Vikings are going to throw it more than 10 times like they did last week, right? That's, that's another crazy number we didn't mention earlier. You know, uh-huh. Kirk Cousins, 8-10. But who did Davin look good? And, yeah. and I'll be honest, everybody looked good. Even Madison had a little pop to him. Like, I feel like that zone scheme is working for those guys, and that offensive line was clicking. Like I said, against Arizona. There's how, no how way I'm getting on board with Case Keenum. How do you really? Aaron Rodgers? Not like this. No, no. I mean, that's crazy. How do you beat Aaron Rodgers Hold if on. you don't let him have the ball? Right? I don't care if you don't like Case. I don't like uh, Case. I don't like Aaron Rodgers this week because the Vikings aren't going to let him hold the ball a whole lot. We're running it down the. I'm going to say we like I'm a Vikings fan now, but uh, I'm Cook. And we've talked more about he, the Vikings than Case Keenum or Aaron Rodgers. Just weren't listening any anywhere in there. I already <laughs> told you. That's all I've done, bro. I mean, Gardner Minshew versus Aaron Rodgers. You'll take that. No, I wouldn't have done that. No. I mean, Sam. I'll take, uh, I'll take, um, I'll take Keenum over Minshew. I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees. Well, sure, but that's not how the game goes. <laughs> right, right. So well, you're just saying, saying like, it, we're, so hold on. I don't want to take Gardner over that. Aaron Rodgers. Right. No, you, you I, can actually play that. But if you win, I'm, I'm not saying one that you can't off. get decent points out of Case, though. To be clear, but I'm saying right. I think that's very bold. I, I'm not mad at you. But there's no way that you could talk me if if I had Aaron Rodgers on my team and Case Keenum, there's no way you could talk me into that. And I would and I would think the same for Minshew and Breeze. Yeah, yeah, sure, right. But that's that's I get that's the game we're playing. But if we're talking about the situation of that week coming up, you know what I mean? Like you guys I, gave me the I'm easy win it. this week. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pulling that because everybody will hate us. <laughs> yes, we're not going to put a poll up for that one. But understand why we're picking these players, you know, from these teams in these matchups or not, you know, playing but against these Devontae guys. Adams has got to bounce back. Sure. I mean, I like Terry McLaren as much as anybody. I mean, I'm well out there with it, but I'm not the putting Packers, him above Adams every week. So much better, 100%. I'm not arguing that at all. So, I mean, I, I love the idea of the game and the process of it and that we can start Case Keenum and get cheap quarterbacks. But, but yeah, there's no way I can. I, don't, I just, I think <laughs> you got some balls. I, I love them. You can caress them for me, but there's no way I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, my friend. You got it. I will accept my apology early <laughs> and next week. Too. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> Nice. All right. So before we talk super flex trades, let's hear from the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. 
Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Oh, yeah. Scouting Academy, over 30 real NFL jobs realized by going through this curriculum. So if you are serious about trying to get into the NFL in a scouting department, in a personnel department, this is the way to do it. Scouting Academy, check it out. Uh, all right, Superflex Trades. Uh, first one from at Filippo 41 12-team, full PPR, six points per passing touchdown, minus two for interceptions. Famous Jameis or a 2021st and 2022nd. This is a very interesting one, especially after the discussion we had before. Um, Swag, do you want to start this one? Um, I will. <laughs> I'll take the picks. What? I'm, I'm leaning that way too, actually, shockingly enough. I apologize. What? I apologize really? for agreeing Why? with you, friend. Why? Because it was so bad in week one and you just don't believe it? I don't think he starts next year. I don't think he's a starter. In the and, it, and at no point during this I don't season. Know. Is he, I mean, he's probably he a starter. Probably. You think so? At no point during this year is he worth more than a first and at, a second. At no point during the 2020 draft is he worth that first. Ooh. Because, man. Your rookie draft. I I want to know why you're trading for picks right now after week one. That's, that's your question too. That's my question here. Because you might not why? be able to week three. Because what? <laughs> you you might not be able to make this trade week three, week four, week five. You guys, I mean, if he's done, you guys said sucks. who Blaine Gabbert was going to start. I said I mentioned right. Ryan Griffin. You guys both said that now, both of you. Yeah. Don't backpedal. Well, you said Tyrod Taylor, and uh, I mean, you know what I mean. Like I we said, said Tyrod Taylor person. over. S uh, stick exactly yeah <laughs> i said tyrod yeah, sure. taylor over stick right you're right you said gabbert no. over is gonna start over winston this year there will be a game yeah at least one so you're telling me you're not I concerned i didn't say that but i don't this isn't the time to sell him like it, i'm not when selling is off a, off a horrible game where he threw two pick sixes you just said it's a new offense he's learning right didn't you say that so this ain't the best that's my side you argued against that earlier. Well, I'm using it now against you. That's how it works. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy selling out for the first and the second. I don't think you can make this trade happen next year. I think that there's... How a, many quarterbacks do you have to have on your team to make this trade? It doesn't matter to you? I'm legit concerned if I'm leaning on Winston at this point. You know, so I'm losing value on Winston Right. It's a depreciated stock I've believed in no, too you, long. No, you lost it in week one, right? It went down. You're going to lose it in week not, two, too. But the this is a first and second I can get right here. Yeah, week two is going to look for us, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's going he's gonna to kill the Giants. This the Giants isn't, this Giants isn't like I'm getting a, a one second or something. I mean, I'm getting a first and a second. I don't know. I have to wait on the assets, but I may do well with them. Yeah. If you only have two starting quarterbacks after you make this move, you're still making the move. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's where Ryan is. I yeah. mean, yeah. what else, what else am I going to get at this point? Yeah. Uh, a starting quarterback in a Bruce Arians system throwing to Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, whichever quarter and whichever tight end it is. I'm keeping Winston. It's worth more at some point this year. I'm, I'm, and I'm fine with that. 
Your, your sell high window is, is after week three. That's your sell high window. Because the rest of it, it, the start of his year sucks. It's brutal. 83% of y'all have bought into week one and freaking the F out. Yep. Take your picks, walk on down the road. So when he when he has one touchdown and two or three picks after Thursday. You're not going to get more for him. Nobody's going to come I'm to you gonna, with I'm two say, firsts at any point this time. Put the poll up again. Yep, put the poll up one more time next week. I'm not giving you a first for him. Right, yeah, you're obviously not my audience. You already took a first. And a second. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely not giving you two. Are you sure. going to give up two firsts for Winston? But you of, you of all people, I rarely see move a quarterback without getting one back in Superflex. Are, like, are you going to take two? Why are we trading for picks right now? Are you going to trade? Are you going to give two 2020 firsts for Winston? I, obviously, I don't have to. But will you? It, down the road if I need to? I, I'm no, not right now, today. All. I don't right have now. to. Said they'll take a what are you talking second. about? But you said it's well, not enough. Pay. So what, is, what What do we have to pay here? Will you pay two first no, for I'm Winston? Saying it's not the right time to do it if you're going to do it. It doesn't mean I don't want to sell him. So there can be Blaine Garrett. You the player. This is it to me. I'm so confused. <laughs> I think we're all confused. So what? So you're, your point is hold him until you can get there's better. A, value. Yeah, there's a better window. Like I, I don't want to move Winston and just get picks. Not in week one. I need a quarterback and something that I that I feel good about, or or I'm waiting. I'm still in a Bruce Arians system that's going to throw the ball around. Nobody believes in any running back that's back there. Uh, I'm starting to believe is Ronald the, Jones. Is the defense stop it? Is the defense good? No, defense is atrocious. Okay, so that does that. So that's only a positive game for, for Winston to continue to have to throw. Is he going to throw picks? Of course, twenty probably this year. Probably yep. that's where he's at. I mean, but he's going to throw three fifty and three touchdowns in a couple of games too. Mm-hmm. You can say that with anybody, though. Case Keenum just threw three fifty and three eighty. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think you're arguing so both sides of the ball Keenum too much. Like you side. argued with me about him at the beginning of the show on the other, the completely other side of this, and now like you're down here saying he's worth so much, and you won't even take, you won't even give me two first for him. Super flex stashes, like we're talking about backup quarterbacks that are sitting on waivers in some dynasties. I'm not saying I'm throwing, you know, major picks at some of those guys. I don't know. Don't go pick up Blaine Gabbert. There, I fixed it. It's Winston. Is that what you wanted? I mean, uh, no. I, I just, I'm just confused as shit. And you, you won't even tell two firsts for him. You won't, you won't give me two firsts. But a first and a second is way off. Well, I heard you jump on it right away. It's hypothetical. So is this trade? We so don't is he people. worth two firsts? Yeah. Okay. So two drink things, he's worth two firsts. There you go. But I want a quarterback in a <laughs> I don't okay. want picks right now for a quarterback in a super flex league. Right. That doesn't so we'll make s- sense to me. Like whatever this conversation ended up being. <laughs> a 2021 and a 2020 first and Flacco. <laughs> I'd rather the second at this point. <laughs> wrong way, bro. Two firsts. That's the line. <laughs> There you go. All right. <laughs> two first in the line for two drink. All right. Next one from at FF Superflex Guru, a 14 team full point PPR. <laughs> He's already got three 2020 firsts. Antonio Brown or another 2020 first. Swags, we know you're on the 2020 first side. Yeah. Get yeah. Get cool. Um, oh God. This, with the sexual harassment or uh, sexual assault allegation just, just came out of Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, was that today? I can't even know what this Antonio Brown saga, like what the hell. It never stopped, dude. <laughs> like, stop. I know we didn't cover it in the news section, but yeah, Antonio Brown is currently a Patriot it's, for the time yeah. being. 
after being <laughs> that's cut from, time stamp. Yeah, after being <laughs> cut from the from the Raiders over the weekend. He's almost become hard to talk about. It's that's probably why we didn't mention it. Like you talk yeah. about him so much that you well, forget there's new news. The situation itself too is you know he said she said and it's, it's a scary. civil it's civil not criminal right. but it brings other thoughts and ideologies into it too. I I, I almost feel like it's not worth talking until it figures itself out because right. like, what are you supposed to do there? Like yeah, right. I take it first. Like yeah, sucks, but I'm scared. Like I'm scared. This guy went from the best receiver in football for the past five years to potentially out of the league in like a month and a half. <laughs> if so I put this in here, right? So the first wins, hands down, 81%. Yep. It, there's three firsts in there. Does it matter anywhere in there? You know what I mean? Like, no. I already have three firsts. I'll take another. Or I already have three firsts. I'll take a flyer on AB because if all that goes away and he is what he is on the Patriots, like he's a wide receiver one this year. Moving <laughs> forward, if there's no other hiccups, which is so hard to say, right? But moving forward, he's wide receiver one. He will be. The- yeah. Duh. Uh, yeah. We haven't seen it. I mean, not so many problems going one. on. I mean, white super one. Yeah. Right? Again, I'm taking all the hiccups away, which you obviously can't do with AB. But on the field, like uh, end of the season now on, like he, he will put up enough points to be that. So mm-hmm. I just wondered if you guys were like, yeah, I got three. Like I don't need another one. I'll hold AB and and ride this out. No, I, I I want the first. It's just there's too many question marks. And God forbid he plays well this year. Like what what's next year bring? Like who's going to sign him? He's not going to be back in the Patriots. I think this is a one year again. Like the Patriots have a team option to pay him twenty million guaranteed. That sounds like that has never happened. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's, That's not going to happen. Way right there. Right. Yeah. That's just to make him feel good, I feel like. Yeah. Exactly. Just to bump the contract up, product for Rosenhaus's freaking the uh, commission. Um, Make your first for A B. Yeah. Fourteen man too, but yeah. Yeah. All right, next one from not a real semi-pro, 12-team full PPR. He's got four quarterbacks coming out of his startup draft. Uh, so Matt Ryan or two 2021st. So two drink, we'll bring up your point again. Why the hell are you trading for 2021st after week one? Uh-huh. And and you're, you just came out of the startup like where you have four quarterbacks, right? So, I, I mean, I was willing to give up two first for Winston, right? Like I'm, I'm – I'll definitely do it for Matt Ryan if you want me yep. to do it from that side. But you haven't made these teams sweat at all, right? Like if somebody is needy and that's what's happening here and they, they decided to take 2021st in the startup, you know what I mean? Why you were taking quarterbacks early in the startup? No. I feel like both of you are going to take the first because we no. on the I'm other taking side. Matt Ryan. Swags is taking first. I mean, he's got four quarterbacks. I don't know who they are, but I mean, he's got four quarterbacks. And then I agree with your point, though. Like, why aren't you making the team sweat a little bit? Like, I do agree with that. Um, it's, you definitely I, I have time where you team. could probably right. let you could make people pry a quarterback out of your hands, you know. But honestly, that doesn't happen much anymore. Teams are ready, just willing to go with no quarterbacks. <laughs> so there are some things like that. It's been interesting. Um, but it is kind of early. You might get to the point where there's another quarterback injury or something, and you can sell Matt Ryan for more or like actual assets and get a nice running back back or a nice wide receiver back, a tight end. Um, so I would take the first if I'm answering that questions, but I do agree that you should let him sweat it out a little bit or, or wait, you know? So so you have four, right? And then you move Matt Ryan, so now you only have three. Yep. And then, and then you're okay because you added the two first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. 
Okay. I don't want to really go below three a lot unless it's Winston and I'm getting rid of. But <laughs> but other than that, I'm yeah. yeah, I'm comfortable with three. You know, do you do we know who the quarterbacks are? Sorry, did I miss no, that? I, yeah, no, I so for for the most part, yeah, I'm okay with that. If Matt Ryan is like my clear like QB one though, and then like I'm just gonna say it again, but I have That's like Winston and Mariota oh, and right. I don't know, you know, then maybe I want Matt Ryan a little bit more. But if I have like three that I'm comfortable with two of them, I'm comfortable making this move. That's fair. Like I I, I get your point there. What's the poll say, brother? Um, eighty four percent taking picks. Interesting. Twenty twenty first just dominating. That that draft class has so much hype right now. It's insane. I, I hope people come out instead of staying in school, or else a lot of people are gonna be disappointed. <laughs> that would be funny, right? All right, last one from at DC Ghost eighty two. We've had a bunch of him from him, I believe. Um, yeah, tags us on a bunch. Yeah. So thank you for continuing to do that. Please continue to tag Superflex Trade, Superflex Pod, and all of your Superflex trades that you have out there. Please do it. We'd love to interact with you guys um, and gals. Uh, full team, full PPR, 12-team league, Jimmy G, George Kittle in a 2021st, or Aaron Rodgers, Mark Andrews, and Terry McLaren. And this is a lot of Swag's favorites on one side. A lot uh, of stuff lot going of- on here, yeah. And a lot of people he does not like on the other, uh, <laughs> namely Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> They're strangely always put in here to like argue with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, there's always one. There's always one. I feel like we did that already, though. <laughs> I don't 100%. The, the Jameis conversation was gold. Um, uh, gosh. Uh, I'll start on this one. Nice. Yeah. As much as you hate Jimmy G, I'm going to take that side. I'm going to take the kid. I, I like, I think Kittle is a massive upgrade over Andrews. I think. The 2021st is McLaren plus. I don't want to say I'm afraid about Aaron, scared about Aaron Rodgers, but man, he did not look right. I know it's the Bears defense. I get it. I'm gonna take the Kittle. I think Kittle's such a nasty. They're such a good asset. Such Jimmy, a good asset. I get Jimmy, the first. You felt good against the bad Bucks. Oh defense. God, no! Jimmy, you sucked. It was great at all. Well, let's, let's be honest. There was like 35 penalties in that game. They took away two hey, well, touchdowns from Kittle. Yeah, two touchdowns from each side. I think we're taking back. Yeah. On the it would it would have hit the over for all of our friends in Las Vegas. It would have hit the over easily if they didn't call thirty eight penalties. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna take the Jimmy G side, just barely. It's it, man, yeah. I got a this is this is listed as whiskey or beer. Whiskey mm. being the Jimmy Garoppolo side or beer being the Aaron Rodgers side. Yep. Uh, firm fan of both. <laughs> both on this trade and the poll, I really. Th- yeah, I'm taking Rodgers. I can't. Okay. I can't not do it. Yep. I get the difference between Kittle and Andrews and even McLaren in the first. Um, and I don't want to throw too much too much on McLaurin because I'm sure Swax has plenty. And mm-hmm. check out at Ricky Fever Pod because McLaren obviously made that top that top list this week. Uh, but maybe he's a little bit closer to that 2020 first worth by the end of the year. Well, and, and maybe Mark Andrews is a little closer to Kittle by the end of the year. Yeah, true. And maybe Jimmy Grappolo is done with football before Aaron oh Rodgers. Oh, my God. And Jimmy needs to back up to James Winston next year. Um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Swags, that could happen. That entirely could happen. So uh, 56% wants to drink the whiskey with Steve. I'll drink whiskey with Steve. Just not on this trade. Just not on this trade. I'm having a beer, Steve, for this one. Love it. You can't go go wrong either way, to be honest. They're both delicious. 
I like Terry McLaren. We know. Yes. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I think he was third third highest rookie of the week or something like that. Which is crazy because yeah. he had what, a buck 20 and a touchdown. Yeah. He had a, and he almost had another one. Keenum right. just missed him. Well, another deep ball. Well, Michael Gallup and DJ Shark were the only two from the 2018 class in the top 20. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting for sure. Kind of crazy. Up a while ago. That's, yeah. Now Amari's foot hurts more again after that. Yeah. Okay, but. I think yeah. I'll be all right. Ooh. Even even with him, Gallup kind of showed out. So Amy, a- anyone can show against really the Giants defense. You'll see that you'll see John Brown have three hundred yards this week. I say is that another one then? Is it a fire up Josh Allen against your Yes. I'm kind of yes. sad about Fine. the Mark Andrews shares I moved. I'm sure you got some good stuff back though. Here and there. But like uh, <laughs> Andrews still's only playing what do you play? Like thirty percent of the snaps? Yeah, it's another low one, but that's right, but that's that's what Marquise Brown did too, right? Marquise Brown only had 14 snaps. It was stupid. Snaps. It was like, stupid. Yeah. But when these guys are in, that's they're getting the ball. Like, <laughs> right, we're throwing him the ball. Like yep. maybe defense is key on at some point, but at this point, they haven't yet. Yep. So, um, as a human, we have 206 bones. How many do we have at birth? Oh my gosh! This is a real Snapple fact. I thought you were doing two-minute breakdown question to Steve. Just one. I was like, what? Just one. Oh, we should have. That would have been fun. Yeah, you should have done But we, a baby is born with 350 bones. Wow. Interesting. Your skull fuses and stuff becomes yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So our, our new fake sponsor, uh, Snapple. Try one. Snapple. I had a kiwi strawberry tonight during the show. I think it's what? Taste the rainbow? Is that Snapple? No, that's Skittles. I'm kidding. I was making a joke. <laughs> But Skittles is also an unofficial sponsor of the show. <laughs> Actually, they hit us up, and I told them they'd have to get rid of uh, Apple first, so we lost that one, guys. That's oh damn it, Swag! You weird lime guy. Yeah. Oh, foolish. My bad. Gotta get that candy money. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, we promised a little update about the future of Super Flexible. So. Um, Kind of sucks for me to say it, but yeah, it's, unfortunately, I've got uh, some real life stuff going on right now, uh, and I have to step aside from hosting Super Flexible. Obviously, you are in more than capable hands with Swags and Two Drink, uh, um, and I'm sure we'll try to find another member of this awesome team. Uh, but I just want to say thank you to Hitting listeners Matthew out. Matthew Barry, remember? That's right, Matthew Barry's going to join. Uh, that was that was the uh, the plan. I think he'll be leaving ESPN and joining DFF. Um, for full-time contributor for uh, any super flexible content, so I think that's really going to be awesome. It's a, it's been a, it's a good get for the site, it really is. Um, but yeah, it, all all kidding aside, uh, it's been awesome. You know, working with uh, Swags and Two Drink over the last year and year plus, um, and I challenge every super flex player out there. Let's make super flex the new standard in in fantasy football. PPR was not the standard as it is today. It took a little bit of time to get there, but it is. Let's end up getting Superflex to be the standard way we play fantasy football going forward. I think it's uh, you know, the best format we could possibly play right now. Uh, it finally gives quarterback its due. So I challenge every Superflex player to, to make that a reality at some point in the near future. Um, but yeah, it was, it's been a blast. Uh, and make Superflexible the place you find that information. Damn right. You're damn right. Um, so before we head out, Swag, where can the folks find you on Twitter? It's not that easy, Steve. It's just not no. that easy. Oh no! 
Oh no. No, seriously, like uh Steve, you've been awesome to work with, you know. It's too bad that it had to end like this, but totally gonna see you around more. Come back on if you want to get a spot on the show or something, you know where to hit us up. Sure. Uh, we already talked keeping our chats open and stuff. Yeah, um I've learned a lot from you fantasy football really. wise, like podcast wise, like you're a true like super nice dude, man. Can't say enough good things about you. Um I don't know, man. You've wrangled the herds really well and controlled this show awesomely, <laughs> dude. So sorry to see you go. Yeah, I appreciate. Sure. I look. I look forward to what uh, what you, what you, what you're gonna do in the future because I think there's big things there. And absolutely, yeah. stay with Steve, more right, too, man. So uh, you know, get back to that. Like Swag said, I definitely learned a lot, and just kind of your approach is much different. Just coming, you know, from that offensive line and. And uh, I feel like it's made me even look at just, you know, different game situations and stuff like that differently and, and help me become a better fantasy player. So appreciate uh, you, too, buddy. And I, yeah, I hope you do come on, you know, come back on, get some get some fun, Steve, you know, the real Halepka action back in. Hell here. yeah, Absolutely. man. Yeah, thank you guys both. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's it's been a hell of a, a year working with you guys. You've uh, definitely been fun to hang out with, fun to chat, you know, just shoot the shit with about fantasy football and other stuff. So really appreciate everything you said. Awesome, guys. Cool. So, Swags, take us out, man. What's uh, what's your Twitter How handle? Do I <laughs> say to what we this is Boys Men. I love it. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I'm at DFF underscore swag. At FL2 Drink Minimum. At Superflex Pod. At The Real Halafka. And at Superflex Trades. And we are out. <laughs> oh man, we can get two drink to sing. We didn't drink enough tonight. I didn't. I only had. I had three. I had three Pacificos. I gotta be honest though. It wouldn't be right if Steve didn't hear this on the way out. Hundred percent. We gotta leave with what we brought him in with. Damn right. <laughs> Swag. Talk about your poll real quick, man. Oh yeah, let's see where we're at. Damn it. <laughs> what will I be doing with my team? It looks like I'm picking up Noah Fant. We got 155 votes, um, 63% to the Fant side and 37 to the Eric Ebron. That panic button. I'm gonna go uh, make that move. I don't know how I feel about it, but go get it done right now. I like what our boy Sam Perry said. Funches is out. With a, you know, he made a great point, ball. didn't he? Got no Funches, right? Yeah. Everybody joked about him being a tight end and taking away from rebound. Anyways, now he's gone. And Ebron's gone from my team. You did it. Did it. I had to. Listen to the people. People's champ. Keep them on. That was done. <sighs> Bye, Eric Ebron. Goodbye, Steve. Mm-hmm. A night of change. <laughs> <laughs>